The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We made it to another month. God is good. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, July 1st, 2021. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Junipero Serra. Born in 1713 in Mallorca, he took the name of Junipero in 1730 when he entered the Franciscans. He was ordained in 1737, and at the age of 37, he landed in Mexico City and spent the rest of his life working for the conversion of the peoples of the New World. In 1768, Father Sarah took over the missions of the Jesuits. He was in large part responsible for the foundation and spread of the church on the west coast of the United States when it was still mission territory. St. Junipero Serra is the patron of vocations. He died in 1784. St. Junipero Serra, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. He entered into a boat, made a crossing and came into his own town. And there people brought to him a paralytic lying on a stretcher. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Courage, child, your sins are forgiven. These words are taken from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 9. And Jesus, it is remarkable to me that you are moved by faith of others. And why do I say others? Because, as St. Matthew says, when Jesus saw their faith, and now, Lord Jesus, I remember the fact that there are many parents who baptize their children while they are still infants, as recommended by Holy Mother Church. And to me, Lord Jesus, this is just a confirmation of that. Because an infant who is oblivious of the fact that he or she is being baptized depends on the faith of the parents, depends on the faith of the church. In other words, that child depends on the faith of the others. 
And it is with this sacrament of baptism that I like to say, Jesus, thank you so much for your sacraments, for all the seven sacraments that you have given us through Holy Mother Church. And specifically to think of infant baptism as this saving reality whereby an infant is able to go straight to heaven if that infant dies soon after baptism. It's just mind-blowing. And Jesus' friendship does involve loyalty, to be committed, to be devoted to a friend. In fact, one of the synonyms for loyalty is faithfulness. And of course, friendship involves mutual love, a faithful love. In fact, in antiquity, we find a very interesting phrase already in use by the first century BC. And this phrase is a Latin phrase, idem vele atque idem nole, eam demum firma amicitia est, which can be loosely translated as to like and dislike the same things, that is indeed true friendship. And so in this case of the friends of the paralytic, they wanted the same thing that they had for their friend. And so they wanted him to be in perfect health, and they looked for solutions for all this problem. And so perhaps one of them, one of the friends of the paralytic, or maybe a couple of them got wind of what Jesus was doing, and they must have run to communicate this to their paralytic friend with so much excitement and to convince their friend that it was worth the try. And so, together, they picked up the mat with their friend and ran to the site where our Lord was, or at least hurried there before our Lord left. And here I'm just guessing, maybe the paralytic wasn't too convinced about this idea. And the reason I think of that is because the Gospel tells us that it was because of the faith of their friends that you, Jesus, acted. Maybe the paralytic felt it was too embarrassing. And maybe he thought to himself, after all, these are my friends, whatever. And he played along. And Jesus, I thought of the value of having good friends. And what I mean by that is that uh, it is so important to have friends who not only are willing to spend time with me, but are willing to seek what is best for me. Even though at times they might not be so convinced about the good that they are seeking. And isn't this the true meaning of love, which is willing the good of the other? Therefore, Jesus, I come to the conclusion that there can be no greater friend than you. Why? Because you want the greatest good for me, which is your very life, your very self, the very life of the triune God. And this is what grace is all about. And this is the same love that you want us to love the others with. When you tell us, love one another as I have loved you. And so may the friendship that we see here in display with the paralytic be the sort of friendship that I seek and that I give. And quite frankly, this is the same friendship that we see in the lives of the saints. That they always seek the good of the other. And at times this means that they might have to have some 
tough love shown through the friendship. And I couldn't help but think again about the saintly man, the servant of God, that military chaplain who died as a prisoner of war in the North Korean camp in 1951. And after learning of his death, the soldiers began telling stories about Chaplain Capone. Some of these incredible stories are written in a wonderful book with the title The Miracle of Father Capone, published by Ignatius Press. In this book, one of the bishops of the Diocese of Wichita, Kansas, tells one of his favorites, which I think demonstrates the capacity of Father Capone for friendship and loyalty. He says that before being sent to Korea, while stationed at Fort Bliss, Texas, Father Capone was assigned to a bunk with another soldier, a non-Catholic. Not wanting to have a Catholic chaplain as a roommate, the soldier objected and asked for someone else, but his request was denied. Before long, Father Capone won him over, received him into the Catholic Church, and even witnessed his marriage. The bishop went on to say that, so far the story is only half told. The soldier and his wife were not able to have children. The doctors said that the wife had an irreversible condition that made conception impossible. After the Korean conflict, the soldier learned that Father Capone had died in the POW camp, and he and his wife got the idea of asking Father Capone to intercede before the throne of God on their behalf, so they might have children. Three children later, the doctors still insisted that the woman had an irreversible condition that made conception impossible. It is obvious, therefore, that this testimony shows the capacity of friendship that the servant of God had here on earth and in heaven, just like the saints do. And like the saints, the servant of God understood the importance of the greatest friendship of all. Towards the end of his life here on earth, while he was being led away to his death in that prisoner of war camp, and his friends, his fellow prisoners of war, knew that they will be seeing him for the last time. One of them, a man by the name of Phil Peterson, who had helped Capone lead the rosaries, put a hand on Capone's arm. I'm terribly sorry, he said. You're sorry for me, Capone responded. I'm going to be with Jesus Christ, and that is what I have worked for all my life. And you say you're sorry for me? You shall be happy for me. Then Capone beckoned to another prisoner. When you get back to Jersey, he told him, you get that marriage straightened out, or I'll come down from heaven and kick you in the you-know-what. And one last thing, Jesus, as I come to the end of this time of prayer, I thought of the fact that first you forgive the sins of this man, somehow as a way of telling us that what is most important is the soul. And so Jesus may never forget this lesson, the most important thing about my friends is not so much their bodily needs and their bodily health, but by far the health of their soul. Therefore, Jesus, with your help, with your grace, may I always be concerned for the souls of my friend. And again, with your grace, may I find ways of bringing them closer and closer to you through my prayer, through my sacrifices offered for them. And that way, I will leave that true friendship, that loyalty. I also seek your help, O Blessed Mother, together with your spouse, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord.
I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 15 past the hour, we'll pray next. This is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, July 1st, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to begin the liturgical day. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God.
word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me, I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May May the the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the the living God, my my Savior, be praised forever. Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. From the second book of Samuel, David again assembled all the picked men of Israel, 30,000 in number. Then David and all the people who were with him set out for Baalah of Judah to bring up from there the Ark of God, which bears the name of the Lord of hosts enthroned above the cherubim. The Ark of God was placed on a new cart and taken away from the house of Abinadab on the hill. Uzzah and Aho, sons of Abinadab, guided the cart while Aho walked before it while David and all the Israelites made merry before the Lord with all their strength, with singing and with citharas, harps, tambourines, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nodan, Uzzah reached out his hand to the ark of God and steadied it, for the oxen were making it tip. But the Lord was angry with Uzzah. God struck him on that spot, and he died there before God. David was disturbed because the Lord had vented his anger on Uzzah. The place has been called Perez Uzzah down to the present day. David feared the Lord that day and said, How can the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not have the ark of the Lord brought to him in the city of David, but diverted it to the house of Obedidim, the Gittite. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obedidim, the Gittite, for three months, and the Lord blessed Obedidim and his whole house. When it was reported to King David that the Lord had blessed the family of Obedidim and all that belonged to him, David went to bring up the ark of God from the house of Obedidim into the city of David amid festivities. As soon as the bearers of the ark of the Lord had advanced six steps, He sacrificed an ox and a fatling. Then David, girt with a linen apron, came dancing before the Lord with abandon, as he and all the Israelites were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy to the sound of the horn. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter, Michael, looked down through the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. The ark of the Lord was brought in and set in its place within the tent David had pitched for it. Then David offered holocausts and peace offerings before the Lord. When he finished making these offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. He then distributed among all the people to each man and each woman in the entire multitude of Israel a loaf of bread, a cut of roast meat, and a raisin cake. With this, all the people left for their homes. When David returned to bless his own family, 
Saul's daughter, Michael, came out to meet him and said, How the king of Israel was honored himself today, exposing himself to the view of slave girls of his followers, as a commoner might do. But David replied to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord, as the Lord lives, who preferred me to your father and his whole family when he appointed me commander of the Lord's people, Israel, not only will I make merry before the Lord, but I will demean myself even more. I will be lowly in your esteem, but in the esteem of the slave girls you spoke of, I will be honored. And so Saul's daughter, Michael, was childless to the day of her death. The Word of the Lord. Arise, O Lord, and go to your resting place, you and the ark of your power. May, may your priests be clothed with virtue, and may your saints shout for joy. Lift up your heads, O gates. Rise up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. May your priests be clothed with virtue, and may your saints shout for joy. A reading from a sermon on Psalm 41, addressed to the newly baptized by St. Jerome, priest. As the deer longs for running water, so my soul longs for you, my God. Just as the deer longs for running water, so do our newly baptized members, our young deer, so to speak, also yearn for God. By leaving Egypt and the world, they have put Pharaoh and his entire army to death in the waters of baptism. After slaying the devil, their hearts long for the springs of running water in the church. These springs are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jeremiah testifies that the Father is like a fountain when he says, They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, to dig for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. In another passage, we read about the Son, they have forsaken the fountain of wisdom. And again, John says of the Holy Spirit, Whoever drinks the water I will give him, that water shall become in him a fountain of water springing up into eternal life. The evangelist explains that the Savior said this of the Holy Spirit. The testimony of these texts establishes beyond doubt that the three fountains of the church constitute the mystery of the Trinity. These are the waters that the heart of the believer longs for. These are the waters that the heart of the newly baptized yearns for when he says, My heart thirsts for God, the living fountain. This is not a weak, faint desire to see God. Rather, the newly baptized actually burn with desire and thirst for God. Before they received baptism, they used to ask one another, When shall I go and see the face of God? Now their quest has been answered. They have come forward and they stand in the presence of God. They have come before the altar and have looked upon the mystery of the Savior. Having received the body of Christ and being reborn in the life-giving waters, they speak up boldly and say, I shall go into God's marvelous dwelling place. 
His house. The house of God is the church, His marvelous dwelling place, filled with joyful voices, giving thanks and praise, filled with all the sounds of festive celebration. This is the way you should speak, you newly baptized, for you have now put on Christ. Under our guidance, by the word of God, you have been lifted out of the dangerous waters of this world like so many little fish. In us, the nature of things has been changed. Fish taken out of the sea die. But the apostles have fished for us and have taken us out of the sea of this world so that we could be brought from death to life. As long as we were in the world, our eyes looked down into the abyss, and we lived in filth. After we were rescued from the waves, we began to look upon the sun and look up to the true light. Confused in the presence of so much joy, we say, Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him in the presence of my Savior and my God. One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, that I I may dwell dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I might contemplate the beauty of the Lord and seek Him in His temple. That that I I might might dwell dwell in the house house of the Lord all the days of my life. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, we'll pray, we'll read the gospel, and we'll meditate. It's all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday's July 1st, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, a paralyzed man is brought by his friends to see Jesus. From the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on his bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son. Your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, Rise, take up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God who had given such authority to men. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. 
The story of Abraham being asked by God to sacrifice his own son is, you guessed it, a prefigurement of Christ and of the Mass. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. We read in the book of Genesis how God wanted to put Abraham's faith to the test. He had been promised that his descendants would be numerous as the stars of heaven. The patriarch had seen time pass him by and was now a great age. His wife was barren, but he nevertheless continued to believe God's word. Yahweh had announced to him that he would have a son, and Abraham believed in hope against hope. When at last a child came into the world, he called him Isaac. And after the boy had grown and become the cherished reward of that trust of his, God, the Lord of life and of death, commanded Abraham to offer him in sacrifice. Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering upon one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. But at the very moment that he was about to sacrifice his beloved son, the angel of the Lord stopped him, and the patriarch heard these words filled with abundant blessings. Because you have done this, and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will indeed bless you, and I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your descendants shall all the nations of the earth bless themselves, because you have obeyed my voice. The fathers of the church have seen in Isaac's sacrifice an announcement of the future sacrifice of Jesus. Isaac, the only son of Abraham, the beloved son, carrying his bundle of wood on his shoulders up the mountain where he is to be sacrificed, is a figure of Christ, the only begotten son of the Father, the beloved, who carries his cross on his shoulders up to Calvary, where he offers himself as a sacrifice of infinite value for all men. In the Mass, after the consecration, the Roman canon reminds us of this oblation of Abraham's when he gives up his son. He is our Father in faith. Look with favor on these offerings, we say to God the Father, and accept them as once you accepted the gifts of your servant Abel, the sacrifice of Abraham, our Father in faith, and the bread and wine offered by your priest Melchizedek. Abraham's obedience is the greatest expression of his unconditional faith in God. It was because of this faith that he regained Isaac, and after having offered him in sacrifice, received him back as a symbol. He really did consider that God is able to raise men from the dead by his own power. For this reason, he received him back, and the whole episode is an image of what was to come. Origen points out that the sacrifice of Isaac makes us more clearly understand the mystery of the redemption. The fact that Isaac was compelled to carry the wood for the Holocaust is a figure of Christ who was made to carry his cross on his shoulders, but at the same time carrying his wood for the Holocaust is the task of a priest. So Isaac was both victim and priest. Christ is at one time and the same time victim and high priest. Indeed, according to the Spirit, he offers the victim to his father according to the flesh. He himself is offered on the altar of the cross. 
For this reason, each Mass has an infinite, immense value that we can never fully understand. It causes the whole heavenly court to rejoice. It alleviates the pain of the souls in purgatory. It draws down all types of blessings upon earth and gives more glory to God than all the sufferings of all the martyrs together, more glory than the penances of all the saints, than all the tears shed by them since the beginning of the world and all that they may do till the end of time. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send us his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. 
my soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul, awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples, among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen, They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw... At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, 
in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord, the Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from Isaiah Thus says the Lord, The heavens are my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house can you build for me? What is to be my resting place? My hand made all these things when all of them came to be, says the Lord. This is the one whom I approve, the lowly and afflicted man who trembles at my word. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From, From the, the depths, depths of my heart I cry, I cry to you, hear me, me, O Lord. I will do what you desire, hear, hear, me, hear me, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. From, From the, the depths, depths of my heart I cry, I cry to you, hear, hear me, me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. The Lord Jesus Christ has given us the light of another day. In return, we thank him as we cry out, Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You offered yourself in sacrifice for our sins. Accept our intentions and our work today. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You bring us joy by the light of another day. Let the morning star rise in our hearts. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Give us strength to be patient with those we meet today. And so imitate you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Make us aware of your mercy this morning, Lord. And let your strength be our delight. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, at morning, noon, and evening we pray. Cast out from our hearts the darkness of sin and bring us to the light of your truth. Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.